We know why the Calgary Flames chose Ryan Huska, but let's hear from the players. Your Locked On Flames, your daily podcast on the Calgary Flames. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to today's episode of Locked On Flames. As always, I'm your host, Jess Belmosto, and I'm so happy to be here with you on this Friday edition of the show. Today's episode is brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONNHL for $20 off your first purchase. Today, we're going to be talking about Rasmus Anderson and how Ryan Huska has helped shape his really development to who he is today. And we're going to hear from uh, other players and past coaches that he's worked with and worked for and kind of see, you know, the real stuff, well, the tangible stuff, not just the leadership qualities, but the product that he's helped produce. But before we do that, make sure you're subscribed to Lockdown Flames wherever you're getting your podcasts. We are free 99 on all audio platforms as well as YouTube. Just click subscribe, hit the little notification bell, and we are here for you every single day, your team every day. So, Rasmus Anderson, kind of significant player in the Calgary Flames organization, I would say. I would say that he is more than likely... Um, I wouldn't say more than likely. Let me backtrack there. I would say he is a candidate for captaincy. Uh, When I look at the team, he has been with the Flames, obviously, since 2015 when he was drafted. And his first real encounter with Ryan Huska was back in 2016, 2017, when he was a rookie with the Stockton Heat, back when they were the Stockton Heat. And Rasmus Anderson has played almost 400 games since then, and Huska was right there with him, helping him emerge as one of the brightest stars in today's game. Rasmus Anderson says, I think that first year especially was kind of hard for both of us because he needed to be on me every day, and I did not like that. But looking back on that right now, I wouldn't be where I am without him. (laughs) That's fair. You know, I think that that is kind of the beauty of all of this is you have a coach that might ride you a little harder than others, um, especially in developmental leagues and, you know, AHL, junior, whatever. But it's so nice to see the next step, like the result of that, right? Obviously, Rasmus Anderson is one of the top defensemen in the league, and he is probably the Flames' best defenseman right next to Mackenzie Weaker. <laughs> he admits that he was uh, out of shape uh, in his first season with the Heat, and Ryan Huska riding him the way he did kind of got him into shape. And, the, you know, he's probably 18, 19 years old, and he's just a kid. Um, you know, that self-awareness is very important to have, especially when you know that, you're looking to take your game to the next level. And clearly the coach believes in you and knows that you have it in you as long as you can make the most out of what they're putting in front of you. And this, this is what's so cool 
to look at. Because obviously Ryan Huska has been in the organization for quite some time. But also Rasmus Anderson has been in the organization not, not as long, obviously, but for some time. So you, you get to see how his relationship, like their relationship has worked out and how, you know, they were kind of butting heads a little bit. And, you know, kids don't like to work. <laughs> so, you know, you have to kind of, he had to put his nose to the grindstone and just, you know, be a coach and coach him to be a better player. And, you know, his physical yeah, I don't want to say physical appearance, but his build and how to make the most out of what that next step could be. Like, he probably was eating better. He was probably working out more. And I'm sure it was a obviously a big impact on Anderson. And another thing, this is all from an article on uh, the Flames NHL page, by the way. So it goes on to talk about um, how important communication is and that Huska is big on communication and I feel like I'm pretty sure I said it on yesterday's episode as well but all last season what did we talk about when it came to communication it didn't just need to be like one way I'm telling you this is what we're doing um no questions it needs to be a two-way beneficial conversation it's not just you know, okay, I'm going to scratch this player because I don't think that they're good. Okay, bye. I'm going to scratch this uh, Wranglers player because he had a turnover in the second period and I benched him for the rest of the night. So he's going to be scratched the next three games. Like it's not, that's not the end of like, it is not just a quick decision like that. It is communication. It is, you know, getting to the nitty gritty of the the way a player works, what makes them tick? You know, what do you notice in their gameplay that is kind of leading to these mistakes or what are they, what are they doing well? But and pull from that and kind of try to integrate it into where they are kind of struggling. Right. And Huska's greatest quality is that he knows when to pull and when to push this to me that line in the article really stuck out to me because I think that people don't understand that there is a fine balance between a a coach, like a a hard nosed coach and a player's coach. Like you can, there, there's a little gray area there. You don't have to be one or the other. You can absolutely Lied that middle ground. And I think that's what we're going to be seeing more of because that is what I think players need. The game has clearly evolved and we aren't seeing coaches like Daryl Sutter or Mike Babcock or, you know, Peter Laviolette go on. Like those kinds of coaches aren't necessarily going to have the most success as this kind of new age of coaching just kind of takes over the league and it it is what it is. You know, you have to learn to adapt to today's game, just like the players do. Right. And it's really nice to see that, you know, Rasmus Anderson can give, you know, a lot of praise to this new coach. And I, I know that flames players were consulted when they were doing their coaching interviews 
how many of them have worked with Huska in some capacity over the last five years, right? Five, six years. A lot of them. And for even Elias Lindholm to be in a much better place into re-signing long-term with the Flames after he had supposedly put in a trade request because he was so tired of just the way things were last season, I, I think that says a lot. And I don't think that this is coming on the heels of, like, any false positivity or some sort of, like, you know, they're just pumping the locker room with this false level of excitement or hope or anything like that. I think it's genuine. I think that Ryan Huska and Craig Conroy and now Aginla are making a much better environment and making the most out of what what they can like this is the perfect opportunity to change the direction change the culture and change the attitude in the locker room it is a clean slate and it is exactly what the flames need but coming up next we are going to take another look or a look at another article uh this time it's a Wes Gilbertson article talking about uh we're talking with uh former co-workers coaches and players of Ryan Huskas. But before we do that, we are going to take a quick break and I'm going to tell you about the most comfortable pair of shorts I own. Bird dogs. If you watch the show, listen to the show, you know we've talked about them a lot. Nick and I love our pairs. I wear mine around the house all the time. I wear them to the gym. Nick wears his quite literally everywhere. And they're great because you can dress them up with a polo. They're comfortable. You can just wear them with a giant t-shirt if you're working out. Or wear them on the golf course. They are really comfortable. They have, like, not sweat resistant, but it's a nice material that you're able to just feel comfortable in and be out in the summer heat and not feel like your shorts are sticking to you. They have liners as well, so you don't have to worry about chafing. Chef's kiss. Love to see it. And when you use code locked on NHL for a, um, when, when you go to birddogs.com slash LockedOnNHL, you can use code LockedOnNHL for a free Tumblr. And it's a free Yeti-style Tumblr. I don't have mine with me right now, but it is absolutely great. Keeps your drinks nice and cold. Again, that is birddogs.com slash LockedOnNHL. And using code promo code LockedOnNHL for a free Yeti-style Tumblr with every purchase. And thank you everyone so much for hanging out with me today on this edition of Locked on Flames. We are cruising through the off season, so make sure you are subscribed wherever you get your podcasts and of course on YouTube as well because we are there there are a lot of things that we're going to have to address this off season and of course Ryan Huska coming into the mix at the head coaching level is one of them. This article from uh Wes Gilbertson is it was a great article. It was a really long article, but it was one that needed to be this long because it it really was a feature on Ryan Huska and who he is as a person, as a leader, as a coach, as a coworker, you know, as a human being too. There's um, one part in this story that I absolutely love, but uh, Don Hay and Huska, uh, worked together at the WHL level with the Kamloop Blazers. And Ryan Huska tutored Hayes' Hayes's kids 
they were in like middle school and hey was like listen they just need some extra help can you help them and he would do it and hey goes on to say you know i he they were able to grasp it in a way that they couldn't grasp it when i was working with them and his way of teaching was effective and to work with a middle schooler uh that is like not understanding a concept that takes some serious patience because i know how i was in middle school i know how the kids i nannied were when you know, at that age, and if they don't grasp the concept, you have to be, like, super calm and just ready to just, you know, you could diffuse a bomb. You're calm, cool, and collected. But, you know, um, this is just a really great article here. I'm just trying to pull up more quotes. Sorry. My first season, he watched almost every game with me, start to finish, first thing in the morning, uh, Klimchuk said. I would pretty much... I would be pretty much the first one there behind the staff and we'd watch my games from the weekend or whenever it was. And a lot of times we'd actually watch it from someone else's perspective. Another one of the guys like Garnet Hathaway or someone else. The fact that he is going and sitting down and watching entire games with players is huge because it's not just pulling out clips of this is what you did wrong. Can we tweak this? Instead of doing this, can we try that? Or just, it's not just critiquing. You're watching the whole game and you're watching how plays form and how the other team is working as well. And, you know, I think that's important to really get a grasp on things, especially at, again, a developmental level like the WHL. People always say going from an assistant to head coach within the same team is not an easy thing to do, Huska told Sportsnet 960. But I don't buy that. I really don't. Because I feel like that's part of the press process that I had to go through. Um, I, I'm kind of confused. Maybe I didn't read that right. Okay, never mind. Never mind. I didn't read that right. <laughs> but to me, I think that Again, this is going to be a little bit of a transition period. This is not set in stone to go smooth as peanut butter. There there will probably be hiccups in the road. And that's okay. Believe it or not, adversity can kind of like help a team and develop character. Give them an identity. Nick has said it endlessly on this podcast that The strongest thing, the most powerful thing you can do to a team is tell them that no one believes in them. That gets them going. No one believed in last year's team. They didn't believe in themselves. Now they have a new head coach that that does believe in them. And it's, you know, he's taking over. Maybe no one believes in the Flames. Maybe they're, you know, still on the outside. Oh, the Flames, they were horrible last year, so eh, can't be much better this year when the minimal roster changes, blah, blah, blah. But to me, Huska is someone that clearly loves a challenge. I think that he is hungry to make a change and to, to just 
I don't want to say to have control, but to, to, he knows this team. He knows this roster. He knows all the players. He knows, again, the dynamics. He knows what works and what hasn't worked. So he can finally say, I've been thinking of this since December of last year. Why don't we try placing you here or trying to, you know, square up this play or tweak this in your, in your shot or something like that. You know, he has full creative control over this team in the lineups every night. And we're going to see a lot of the youth integrated into the lineup. And I think that that's great. Yes. Mitch Love was the coach of the Wranglers is the coach of the Wranglers, but Huska has also had experience at the AHL and WHL level. So he know he also knows what it takes to get these kids to the next step in their career. And to me, again, it says a lot that even as a full-time coach in the W, he still went to Don Hayes' house, sat down at the kitchen table or wherever with his kids and tutored them. I like willingly, willingly didn't do it. Like it wasn't, wasn't having a, like, it wasn't like he was making extra money or, you know, it was a hungry college kid looking to put food in, in his mini fridge. He has a lot of patience. And I think, I don't want to say like, I feel like saying he has a big heart would can be misconstrued, but I do think that he is someone that is generous, that has a way of relating to people and getting the most out of them. And that is something we need to see with this team, because especially with players like Jonathan Huberto, how many times are we going to talk about his point fall off from the 2022 to 2023? Like how many times are we going to do this? He is so offensively minded that it is going to help this team. It is, I don't want to say it's going to be like a complete 180 from last year because I don't know, but, but he is going to set his players up for success. And that's what a good coach does. So coming up next, we are going to continue talking about this article because there are just still so many things that we have to talk about, especially when it comes to the developmental uh, successes he's seen. But before we do that, we are going to take a quick break to talk about game time. If you love the summer and love live events, you will love game time. Game time is the perfect app for anyone that loves sporting events because you can get tickets and the best deals at the best price guaranteed on game time. You don't have to plan months in advance. They have deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. One of my favorite features is the seat view. You know, especially if you're traveling to a new venue, you can see what your view will be from your seat. And it's fantastic. I love that feature. And with the game time guarantee, that means you'll always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section and row for less, game time will credit you 110% of the difference. It is the fastest and easiest way to get tickets to events in your area. I will be using mine, uh, my discount code, Lockdown NHL, for that additional $20 off when I go see the Yankees play this summer. Super excited to do that. So, Download the Game Time app today. 
Use code locked on NHL for $20 off and it's it's that simple, people. <laughs> Just download the Game Time app and use code locked on NHL for $20 off. And thank you everyone so much for sticking around through Locked On Flames off season and we are pedaling through. Make sure you're subscribed wherever you're getting your podcasts and of course on YouTube as well. We love to hear from you in the comment section. Let us know what you're thinking, what you're feeling, you know, how how has your attitude towards the Flames changed since say the end of April to now? It's been 2 months. Let, let's let's look at it, right? So not only has Ryan Huska um, had success with tutoring children, <laughs> he has had success in players like Rasmus Anderson, Oliver Shillington, and Andrew Mangiapane. Uh, all of these players, of course, were from the 2015 draft and spent some time with the Stockton Heat and really developed with Huska. And <laughs> it's all of those players are integral members of the Flames. And yes, Oliver Shillington did miss last season due to being in the player assistance program, but the year prior, he was such a key component and a key factor to the defense's success. Anderson, (laughs) this is so funny. Anderson was overweight and by his own admission, a bit lazy when he embarked on his pro career. Again, the self-awareness. It's wonderful. He'll tell you that Huska was relentless in pushing him to reach his potential. That's what you need. Listen, some of these kids think just because they get drafted and they're going to go sign, they just sign their two-way contract, their entry-level contract, whatever the case may be, it's just coasting from there. No. How many times have we seen guys like going to camp a little heavier because it's just like it's muscle or guys look super skinny because they spent all off season trying to lose that extra weight. And you need a coach again, you need a healthy balance of a coach that is going to push you and guide you to that next stepping stone in your career instead of just like pushing you and pushing you and without like helping you like, They're not giving you the tools. Ryan Huska is a coach that gives all of his players tools to put in their toolbox. I think that that would be like the best way to describe it really. But same thing with Oliver Shillington and Andrew Mangiapane. All of these players, both of those players have, have had success at the AHL and NHL level. I couldn't be happier for him, said Garnet Hathaway via text after Huska's promotion was made official. I was really fortunate to have him as my coach in my first full year pro in several years after. Ready for this? I hope you're sitting down. He's a great communicator whose door is always open. And he makes an effort to go to get to know you off the ice. He is willing and eager to teach, but also to learn. It's no surprise that players he coached, he players he's coached have grown into successful everyday players in the league, like Mangiapane, Rasmus, uh, Ryan Lomberg, Brett Kulak, and more. He's always focused his attention on developing us as players and improving 
our individual games to help us be at our best. Pause. That's a lot to unpack, right? So he he has worked with it a lot a lot of players. So it's not like this is a new success for him. This is going back almost 10 years. So he wants to not only teach and set his players up for success, but he also wants to add some tools to his own tool belt. Because like I mentioned earlier in the show, you have to be willing to adjust. You can't just be so set in your ways. Otherwise, you're going to be out of a job. Or you're going to be one of the same six coaches that gets passed around like a cheese platter at a party. How many times have we seen Peter Laviolette and uh, Gerard Gallant just constant? It's just a rotation. It's a revolving door of those two coaches. And it's so refreshing to see a coach that wants to learn and be there for his players in more than just like a leadership role. He wants, it's not just, it's not about being friends with them because I think a lot of people kind of take that and run with it when talking about players, coaches, but you, you'll have a much better time when you know you can go talk to your boss about things or when you know you can count on them to to help improve your own situation, to help give you the skills to help with a project or to get your daily tasks at work done. Like there, it, it's important that there is that effective, again, two-way communication. The door should always be open and it should be meaningful and it should be true when they say the door is always open. Long story short, his presence is well-received and his teaching methods are effective. I I have a lot of respect for Ryan Huska uh, after really learning more about him and getting to know him as a coach and obviously as a person. I, I really hope that things continue to trend in a positive direction for the Flames because if they keep trending, you know, baby steps – Towards the regular season, we're going to see a lot of good outcomes. I think that obviously hiring a new general manager, new coach, and bringing in more personnel and establishing this roster is going to be a really good thing because the Flames the Flames could use more than just a few good days. <laughs> so thank you everyone for sticking around and hanging out with me today on Locked on Flames. As always, you can find the show on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Feel free to leave a five-star rating and a nice little review. It means a lot to us here at the show. And you can follow me on Twitter at JustBelmosto. We will be back next week as we inch closer and closer to the draft as well as free agency. Plus, maybe we'll have an update on Elias Lindholm and Noah Hannafin's commitment to the Calgary Flames.